Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're currently traveling here through the beautiful Philippines. Yes, that's right. We're currently here in the capital, Manila, and enjoying the friendly people, delicious food, and working like crazy. Yes, working like crazy. Today, I think I had like three interviews. I had a little bit of break, a couple of interviews, and then done for the day. Tomorrow, I'm going to be doing a workshop from 10 to 6. And then Sunday, I'm doing a seminar as well. So pretty crazy next few days. But hey, this is the journey of an entrepreneur loving what we do. And I got an amazing entrepreneur on the show here today. His name is Adam Lewis Walker. He is the founder of, he is the founder of Awaken Your Alpha. He has a <laughs> book, he has a podcast, he has a TEDx talk, Awaken, the, Awaken Your Alpha. So for those of you listening and watching from around the world, well, guess what? You're going to be learning how to awaken your own alpha, no matter where you are in YouTube land, Cyberland, Instagram land, iTunes land, and more. So our guest today is Adam. How are you doing? Uh, how are you doing today, my friend? Yeah, awesome. I'm loving that. That you know, it's 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 cool to you know, like anything, stretch yourself and anything. Can doing like new mediums in terms of streaming live on YouTube, on Instagram. I think it's you know, it's 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 in ways in which technology can help leverage what you're doing. It doesn't you know decrease the effort, but it can help leverage you know, the message and the impact. So, I, I, you know, this is, you know, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Game on. Game on indeed. And uh, for those of you watching, like, this is quite interesting what we've done here. I, I'm recording using a technology called Zoom. I'm live streaming onto YouTube. Adam over there is Instagramming, uh, Instagramming, living. And, you know, we could be Periscoping and Facebook living as well. So they're just amazing technological power. I'm here in Manila, Philippines. You know, uh, our guest is over there in Michigan. It's just amazing. You know, I, I'm still kind of hashtag mind blown. So... <laughs> <laughs> Adam, uh, very what cool. we like to do is find out people's stories. Uh, so you have an amazing story of awakening your own alpha. Why didn't you trace it back to the beginning? Growing up as a wee lad or then London, uh, you know, <laughs> and then obviously moving now to the U.S. Uh, tell us about your own journey to find and awaken that alpha. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll, I will be brief as I can because th there's lots of information out there and you know, for people who may have caught stuff before, and I want to really add some value and deliver some value in this in this session. So we mentioned the TEDx talk that kind of sums it a lot of things up as well. But to be as brief as I can, again, originally from just south of London, growing up, I was obsessed by the Olympics and that just the ethos of the mixture, kind of that combination and balance of mind, body, and will. And the whole, just anything, it like, didn't matter what event it was. I loved watching the Olympics and that, you know, had a huge impact on me. And I was obsessed. So that was the vision to get to the Olympics in some shape or form. And I like the way it started out as, as vague as that. And, you know, I wouldn't, I genuinely wouldn't have minded which event or which shape to be an Olympian was kind of the, you know, you had the, the vision of you get getting the Olympic circles. I have zero tattoos, but the one tattoo I always wanted and aspired to was the Olympic circles. For me personally, it could have been hidden. I don't mind where, but I really wanted that. Um, but I, again, I believe to get that in many ways that that was kind of if you were an Olympian. So growing up, I was heavily into basketball and then more pole vault. I, you know, came i think well i did <laughs> came top three when i was you know 14 15 so i really channeled into the pole vault as that was the vehicle to you know get me there so fast forward to 28 
um, I'd got to my current peak and um, yeah, after years of torn, like torn groin, little injuries, um, I got to back on top as it were. I was a teacher for almost 10 years. That went nice with the lifestyle in terms of you have the summers off when I was he competing most heavily. Um, and in the summer of England, horizontal rain, bad pole vault accident, ruined my knee to sum it up. And um, that changed everything for me. And that's really um, what shifted the journey, really a fork in the road for me um, and refocused. I had to, but it wasn't as simple as all refocused. There was a couple of years where I was def definitely down and um, but I kept fighting. And uh, yeah, the, that's but the, the positives are if if that hadn't have happened, I'm very confident I wouldn't be here today at this time talking to you. Um, you're frozen, by the way. <laughs> Hopefully we're still working somewhere. And wouldn't be here talking to you. Oh, that's right. Wouldn't be here talking to you um, now. It may in a couple of years, but who knows? But um, so, you know, it's it's easier to look back now and see how it all fits perfectly. And there's a concept in the book, you know, in many ways, everything is perfect. It's just you can't see it at the time. And a lot of things don't feel it because they're painful. But in the, the story of your life, you know, things happen for a reason and it's how you not necessarily react to it. But yes, that as well, but actually be proactive and um, work hard because it is hard many times to see the positives or what can you do or learn from this when it is, you know, ultimately it can go obviously all the way to tragic circumstances where it's very, very difficult to find, you know, the glimmer of a positive. But I do believe we have to do that work. Thank you for sharing your story. Definitely quite inspiring. Uh, you know, like, I, know, I tried to be here. I was already going on. <laughs> it was great. It was great. I know as speakers, we can go for hours and I sometimes talk too much because I'm the host, supposed to tag team and uh, let the guests speak. But hey, I do want to let, let the guests be on <laughs> the limelight. So I want to dissect this whole uh, concept of awakening your alpha, especially for the people who are listening and watching who haven't awakened alpha. Uh, tell us about what's the process. How can people really tap into that inner alpha and unleash it to the world? Cool. So the process in my in my sort of my formula, my we want to start very simply. And I like to start. You know, I think there's a big power in threes. Awaken your alpha, Ted, for example. You know, there's so many. The brain processes things simply and better when it's broken down. And that's that's the whole point. Yeah, life can be complicated. And I think overwhelm happens when you take on too much information. So in the very basic sense, it's awareness, action and ascension. And that is, a, you know, that continues. It's a continual process. It's not like you do one, two, three. Well, hey, you know, it's you're always reassessing where you are, what's working, you know, how you're feeling. Are you happy? Are you unhappy? You know, and different things you're doing, experimenting. But it all comes down to that, that awareness of self and getting to know what you do and don't like and what is your core purpose or, you know, what is, are you doing something based on someone else's kind of projections onto you of what they think would be successful for you or a happy life for you? Um, and, you know, why are you doing certain things? And once you get, I don't think anyone can fail to benefit from more clarity in that area because then it's a lot easier to know what you will stand for, to know what you will sacrifice, what you, more importantly, what you won't sacrifice. And then you can say yes to the, the right things and definitely no to the things that don't move you in the direction that you want your life to go.
You, my friend, you are the alliteration king. I had a chance to look at your book pre-interview. You know, you got the, obviously the AAA there, but then under the AAA, you got like purpose, priorities, process, and then you got uh, perspective, and then you got mind, momentum, might, moolah, and then you got <laughs> associate. Arena. I am a simpleton. This is, this is, this is, I, this is how I see myself as the guide to write a book that I needed or need to read because, you know, you can go and listen to the podcast for, you know, 300 plus hours and the information's in there, but you have to dig through it. So how can I simplify that? And already that 300 interviews are from the world's alpha minds, but how can I simplify and get some kind of coherent, what is this all about? And like, how can, what is that? I think when people I work with, it's whatever they've got going on. Okay, yeah, this is all great, but what is step one? What is the priority? What can we do today, not tomorrow? What can we crack on with? So, uh, you know, uh, I had a chance to look at your book and uh, the first chapter is all about purpose. And, you know, we live in a day and age where people are struggling and they're yearning and they're longing for the sense of purpose and passion and making a profit from it. And people ask me all the time, how do you monetize your passions and purpose? So what is your top tips there for people who want to find their purpose and monetize their purpose? Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough one in, in many ways. Um, I think we can generally... You'd, you'd like to think you could get in the general direction of your purpose. And that's what I think is important. To, we talk about, I just talked about action, doing something today. We get very clear in what you don't want or like what is in the wrong direction ultimately and things that don't align with potentially your purpose if you're not clear on it. Um, I do think mission is really important. And if you don't have it, that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. But I think it's important to, again, have that awareness that, a, a clear mission and the clearer you can get on this or a clear vision or, you know, your purpose will help kind of put a little bit of, you know, fire under your butt. And also once you can clarify the general direction, don't think you have to have it all mapped out exactly how it's going to work, get that, that work to do. And there's some process in there, but work to get that clear vision. It may not be that clear to start with, but then, start taking steps and decisions and your actions as of now to move in that direction because you cannot stay still you're either moving away or moving towards um and that's i think a lot of people always i'm trying to maintain you know i'm trying to maintain my fitness i'm trying to maintain this maintain that and it's almost like holding on to things because you don't want change and change is you know is part of life so you can embrace it or you can try and hold on to things but that's in terms of the mindset that's it's not a very fulfilling way to live so I mean, in terms of purpose, there's a exercise actually at the end of the book, towards the end of the book, because again, I like to start simple and then maybe come back round in terms of this may help clarify and it's tactically done, not all in one go to overwhelm, but just to start get you thinking and open your mind to certain things. But the concept towards the end of the book is Ikigai, was a Japanese com concept, which is Iki and Gai, they literally re relates or translates to reason for meaning. Um, and it's where you kind of, you get what you're doing overlaps in a few, it covers a few key bases where, you know, you are, you know, very passionate about it, very excited about what you love to do. Um, you can get paid for it. You are actually making a difference in the world. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's where you, when you start to get stuff that overlaps for your life, you may feel a lot more fulfilled, 
um, and kind of reason your purpose. And it can, it, you can get it from multiple sources. It doesn't necessarily have to be your icky guy is wrapped up in your career. It could be you have a, a very fulfilling career, career or financially, and you're very good at it, but maybe you're not passionate as, as about it, but you've got a very keen hobby that putting them together as a whole, you've kind of, you are feeling like you are, you know, you're covering a lot of bases. So it's a very individual thing, but I think plan around with things you're doing or plan to do in, in this kind of model or um, getting clear on what you will and won't do or don't want to do is very useful and it can help um, clarify things or illuminate or just confirm things, which either way is, you know, it motivates me that this may just help someone confirm, yeah, this is exactly what I'm on the right path. I knew it. This has just made me, you know, even more certain. Or it may just a slight tweak where you just, oh, if I just do this delivery or something slightly different or one tweak in my lifestyle, and then it's really all going to go on the, you know, on the right path. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. I love that whole diagram of like finding that sweet spot, that golden circle, and like everything else makes sense there. So, uh, yeah, I highly encourage people to grab a copy of that book, by the way, and then really uh, do these act exercises, activities. Uh, one of the things you, know, you focus on, the second A, is the action. And I mean, at the end of the day, we all know, just do it, hashtag, right? Like, we need to do <laughs> action. We need to uh, do the implementation, the application to really achieve our goals and the things we desire. But the things that hold us back, you know, any procrastinators in the room, maybe you want to wait to put up your hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, like you said that, I mean, it can be simple. And I think just saying it is is too is too broad sweeping and vague but just to let you know that i'm living this this is what i see every day and you talk about simple quotes to motivate you but this is what i see every day from the man do it do it now is a quote that i see every day that i get into my office um from arnold and it just reminds me you know if you're thinking about something and it's important to you don't delay you want to do it now because you realistically as however you think this sounds you might not get tomorrow it's never it's never guarantee and for many of us you know at some stage for all of us at some stage we're gonna that we aren't gonna get tomorrow so i think it's important to remind yourself that you're probably never going to be fully ready for things but step boldly into action and then you'll work out the details um i think that's important and you know there's a whole like you said section on our action and in terms of you mentioned getting the book i just want to mention if if that's something you're interested in not necessarily just getting the book but having some information around this um if you go to ayalpha.com forward slash book that's all the information about the book the bonuses the tedx talk it's all there as kind of a hub to kind of as a starting point and there's launch bonuses up till october 3rd depending on when you listen to this and potentially a few days after but at the moment guaranteed definitely till that point um again i'm not looking too far forward i have my vision but at this moment i'm dealing with the priorities in hand and uh, present with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You're taking action there and being present. So thank you for that. Uh, so one of the key things is to take action. But, you know, with all of us, you know, like we all struggle with the action to some degree. You know, we could have those big quotes, like you said. We could have the mindset of taking action. But for some reason, there might be um, procrastination. There might be timing. It might be just uh, busyness, etc. So what do you feel are the reasons why people struggle to take action. And let's break them down so that people will not stumble and they'll be able to zoom through that finish line. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the first one I put in the action section is mind or mindset. Um, and it's the limiting beliefs. Uh, you, the, the, the number one thing, reason you, people struggle to take action 
is what's holding you back, whether you think it's other people or situational, it's you. Um, really, it's, you know, that's, you've got to start taking these actions. And it comes through the book. I, I'm confident throughout the whole book, you need to back yourself more. Um, and that's, you know, that's advice that was given to me uh, from an Australian feature in the book, John Blake. And it's something, it's like literally like his quote, how he likes to approach life, back yourself. Um, and boldness begets boldness in terms of once you start backing yourself and then you get a bit of a result because you are being consistent and not um, taking timid action, then, you know, that motivates you as well. And then you, you know, you take bolder steps and what was bold for you yesterday isn't so bold today. So then, you, you know, there's the kind of continual growth and progression. So back to awareness as well, but it's that we all have stories or beliefs, which are stories. So straight away, I want you to frame it in that beliefs that we hold as this is the truth, the absolute truth. They are stories that have been created by you for you have been sort of fed in there over years and years and years. Um, the awareness that their stories is important. And then the awareness that we all have stories that some that support us and some that tear us down. Um, and so it's important to identify stories that are not serving us and begin the process of highlighting why, why they may not be true or very much likely are not true um, and just start that shift in perspective, just a millimeter or two, but it can change. It changes your perspective or your shifts your view and then other things or opportunities become available to you. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more there. You got to retrain your mind. And even like what you've done, you know, you create the, those quotes, there's a visualization that all helps you to think in the mindset of an action taker. So I love that, the, the do it now mentality. So uh, the third uh, ingredient for your ascension is ascension uh, in terms of the awakening. Rising up, yeah. <laughs> Improvement, yeah. Ascension. I mean, uh, what does that mean to you? And what does it mean to us who are listening and watching here today? Cool. So um, in terms of awaken your alpha, I mean, it's, it's rising up, it's improvement, it's continual self-improvement. And as you say, I like my, like my <laughs> things. So ascension was another A as well. Um, but in terms of the definition of the alpha in the animal kingdom is to achieve the highest rank. So this could be the alpha female of an elephant pack. So the point of ascension is to achieve the highest rank and pursue improvement in areas that are important to you. So it could be in your relationships or it should be in your relationships. It's your social, your family, your finances, your health, your wealth, you know, the whole thing. And it's not sacrificing one core area for massive success in another, um, which, you know, is has been done time and time again. But then there may be there are issues with fulfillment at some point. But if they're knowing that at times there are intentional imbalances in the short term, but having that awareness to readdress the balance and to achieve the highest rank is not to be judged by someone else, but it's a personal thing. Um, and it's not to, you know, beat other people. It's a very internal thing. My background in athletics is a very individual sport where you, I genuinely believe I'm not competing against other people. The majority of the time, it's a personal competition in terms of your personal best um, and what you push in the bar higher for yourself. Um, so that would really be the, the point of it. And, you know, if we're talking about what is the definition of alpha, from the solar system, it's Alpha Centauri, which is the star that shines the brightest. And that, again, is really what I'm talking about in terms of shine as bright as you, as you can with your time here. And that's re really by getting on the right path for you and, you know, getting into your area of genius and something that lights you up. 
to, so you can illuminate others, not to put others in your shadow. So that's really encompasses the, the, the philosophy of this whole awaken your alpha that I've been digging into for the last five years. Um, yeah. So that's ascension is that's what it is. But again, it, then it comes back to, okay, awareness. And then you just, it's a continual process in different areas of your life. You may be at different phases at different times. Um, but that's what it's all about. Awesome. Awesome. So we're making that little light of ours shine like the alpha in the sky. Love it. Love it. Love it. So the last part of your book, you know, of your whole philosophy is this idea of legacy, not just living for yourself, but making a difference, impacting others and leave a lasting place in this world. I just want to say a little bit of something before you get into your story. My friend uh, who I interviewed literally on my podcast, a week ago, uh, he actually just passed away yesterday. His name is James Martell. And, uh, you know, he was a pioneer in the internet marketing world. He's interviewed like over 800 people on his podcast. And uh, I, I was like actually in tears today thinking about him. He's a good buddy of mine. And this guy, he's left a legacy because I've seen like he died. And then uh, on his Facebook, social media, like, thank you for teaching me about internet marketing. Thank you for teaching me about podcasting. Even here. I am acknowledging him for leaving a legacy in my life and continuing his legacy forward. So shout out to James over there in heaven watching us and listening to us right now. Uh, your spirit is with us here. So legacy is a big topic. So how can you break it down for us and how can people leave a legacy like my buddy James did, like I want to leave and like you are leaving now? Well, you just firstly, yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry for your loss. And, you know, I, I, I do relate to... That sort of thing, um, you know, there's some some people in the book who are featured and featured very recently in, on my podcast who are not here with us and uh, very impactful. And, and whatever form that takes for you, you know, you, you know, you don't necessarily start a podcast or, you know, write a book. But what is going to be your legacy? What, you know, what straight away we've just been talking about what instantly in your brain? Think, oh, you know, I like the sound of that or I, I got that within me and start doing it now because, majority of times you don't go when you plan so you know it's uh, I, I definitely think you need that urgency um but in terms of legacy yeah that just i think it cuts through all the crap in terms of what is important um what are you doing anything for and so in, in this terms of again you've got a specific example for yourself for me that's where as well you i think it's a very powerful and easier to step into inspiration in terms of why you're doing things. So if you bring it back to that focus of what's the point of everything, why are you doing something, the why, and that links to your purpose as well. So on a very basic, and again, you might have noticed I'm a bit basic. I like the simplicity on a very basic notion. I'm, yeah, I'm doing this to, to, you know, put a useful resource out there to, to help my fellow man and woman and child. But when you break that down within that group is, my two boys who will one day be men will choose to read this book when they're ready. And I, li I, I like the fact that they're going to choose when they're ready. And if anything did happen to me, it's out. And that is very relieving. Now it's, you know, it's, it's out. I, I use that as a, you know, the power of deadlines as well, that my, my seven-year-old is a big reader and he's been asking for the last couple of years, is he getting copy number one? Of course, but also when is it? So I'd said before your next birthday and that, you know, it's October 3rd is the official worldwide launch. Um, it's available now, but it comes out on that day and his birthday is a few days later. So that inspires me. And we talk about visualization and I do believe, we, 
in terms of more and more clarity and, and, and power and inspiration that pulls you towards something like this, as opposed to working out a desperation for a deadline that maybe been imposed on you that you don't haven't emotionally bought into. I had that channeled down to almost like a two second or one second video clip of visualization of my boys seeing and realizing that the book is dedicated to them right at the front. And they didn't know about that specific piece, but that's what I used in terms of that, that, that was very inspiring to me. And then the reality as well, one about a couple of weeks ago when they, we got the test copy and I said, Hey, look at this. And my boy read it and his face just lit up. That was like times 10 what I'd imagined. And I'd imagined it was going to be fulfilling and that kind of what it's all about for me. And as I say, worst case scenarios and not in a morbid sense, there's a, you know, there's a, 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 a tactic or an action in the book talking about the premeditation of evils and digging into that. And the worst case scenarios, a majority of the times are more unlikely to happen and also not as bad unless it is, you know, the ultimate um, kind of worst case scenario. There are ways you can deal with it. And that's powerful. And so worst case scenarios, ultimately the worst case scenario for most people, if you're not here anymore, this is, you know, people talk about in taking out in insurance policies and different things. So they know they're covered being gone, but where's your legacy? Yeah. That's a financial insurance, but where's the other side of things that is more valuable in my opinion? Yes. Yes. You know, uh, definitely you don't see many people taking all their things with them and that, uh, the hearse, right? It's definitely the impact you make on people and the difference you make in, in this world, not the amount of money in your bank account. So definitely, thank you for sharing that with us yeah. today, Adam. And the, 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 well, most powerful, the most powerful exercise is yes. around legacy, the last exercise in the book. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we haven't, we've got brief time here, but again, if done, it's, 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 it can be quite brutal or it can be quite um, comforting in terms of depending how you're currently living your life, but a very powerful exercise at the end of the book. Yeah, there you go. Go do that exercise. Uh, you know, uh, you, you, we've talked about these kind of three main uh, pillars, these three main areas of awareness, action, ascension. Obviously, you have all the subchapters. I could drill you questions to with all of them. But I want I wanted you to kind of uh, share some kind of like uh, the, the final words, like stuff you feel we could have covered, we didn't. Anything you want to share with the audience here to help them awaken the alpha uh, within beyond what we shared so far? Yeah, just purely because this is the way our conversation went and where it's at and where my mind's at currently because we sort of finished talking about legacy and what I was just talking about. So um, in terms of this whole thing, legacy, and what we've just sort of been touching on, you're not dead yet. If you're listening to this, you are not dead. And I think the inclusion, in case some of you are kind of, I don't know what you're thinking yet, it's happening. It's just you're not dead yet. So take the time to think about if that happened this moment, what would happen? What would be said at your wake, at your funeral? So in this funeral, everyone who you think should be there turns up and everyone gets a chance to speak on you. It's going to be a very long funeral, I hope. But what would they actually say? Not what you want them to say. What would they say as of now? Not like, oh, they were going to do so much or I know they were going to have an impact. I know they had more. What would they say as of now, the reality of their interactions with you and what you are doing now? Then also, 
you get to be a fly on the wall when they're at the bar later or in the evening when they're actually having the conversations and telling stories about you and the impact and either laughing, crying, whatever is the impact you're currently having. And then if you do that properly, it may, as I said, it may be brutal. It may be make you feel happy. I hope it does. But then ask the question, what do you want them to say? What do you wish they had said? And if there's a big difference in that, as tough as it is, commit and make them changes now. And if there's not a big difference in that, brilliant, but still cross that gap, however small or big it is, and live, you know, as if this is the last day, but plan as if you're going to live to a ripe old age. Because plans, you know, plans alone are important, but they do not accomplish anything. It's actions and what you decide to do today. Well said, my friend. Well put, well put. So, Adam, uh, you offer a whole bunch of different services to help other people awaken their alpha, including your speaking, your coaching, your book, your podcast, your blog, your website, social media. Yeah, I actually, I say not that much. It sounds like it, but yeah, it's quite simple in terms of what I do. But um, yeah, it's, uh, now you're listening. It can sound a lot, but it's, it's quite simple. But no, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, how can you help? How can you help? You know, like a lot of the people are listening and watching here today, they might be like, oh, Adam's got his alpha, Ricky's got his alpha, but I don't have my alpha yet. Well, how can you help? Pursuing it. Okay, yeah, so the thing I like about, obviously, the podcast, let's say it's completely free. In, lack of information or access to lack of information is not a legitimate excuse for anyone. So let's just cover that. And even, so that's completely free. But the problem is with free sometimes, that's how much people value it. They think, I don't know if they think, you know, it's, I don't know what, but anyway, that's the reality. So now you got the book. So $20, 15 pounds, $10 on Kindle, seven pounds on Kindle, depending on where you're based. Um, so the, what I like about that is that is accessible to all, but also you're not going to bother buying it unless you plan to read it, which is the power, which is I like, would there be no price drops at any time? Because that is, you know, for me, that is low enough in terms of, I think an, an Australian puts it very bluntly in there. You know, it's not you can't afford to do certain things. It's that you're too freaking lazy. Go and buy a book. That's the information. Then you just need a, you know, it's it's there. You need, you know, a different stage in your life. You need to just do things. So that would be the the most basic level. What I'm happy about because before, like you said, if if someone wanted to, you know, what can they do or work with me, it might have been quite cost prohibitive for a lot of people. So beyond that. There's now as well going to be a course beyond the book. Again, relatively inexpensive, but fully kind of because there's only so much I could fit in here. You've seen how much we can go here. And, you know, the action points are like this much, but they want you to take actions. They're simple. But so that really walks you through beyond the book and in more detail, the actions where I focus on the actions, not the, the theory, because that's kind of covered in there, uh, but really to have that impact. So that's, you know, one way. And then if you would like to work with me in some shape or form, it's I work with people for six months minimum because I'm not about doing something for the sake of it. That's for me personally, how long I need or the person needs or the, the optimal to have an impact in their life that are actually stick. And then there's a year long mastermind as well for that level of commitment to actually support us all and push us all through through that. And then obviously the 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 speaking is something I'm very passionate about, but I'm not going to be one of these 200 speaking gigs a year, guys, because that would directly conflict with all my values because I would be away all the time and not see family, um, et cetera. So, yes, I'd love to speak to the right audiences and, you know, give my all. And that's something I'm very passionate about. I'm going to do more and more of. 
And um, yes, that's kind of probably missed something, but that's kind of as simple as I like to keep it. Um, so yeah, there are options for all, but mainly connect, reach out, uh, very approachable. And um, I will respond to all and everything um, so long as you are positive and approachable yourselves. <laughs> well, we do have a very positive audience. As far as I know, there might be some negative people. Wait, hey, stop listening. <laughs> well, actually, person. I need some haters as well. I do need some haters because haters, I always feel a bit weird when I don't get any. And that's something else. For any of you putting it out there, you're going to get haters. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a natural percentage of the popula population. Take it as a compliment. They're usually projecting their issues onto you. Um, and again, you're likely you won't be able to criticize their book because they haven't written one because they're busy criticizing people. So if you're stepping into the arena, then, you know, it's a lot easier to be a, an armchair critic. So if you're in the arena, I have the utmost respect for you. But if you're on the sidelines, not so much. So there that's you, the thing. Yeah. There you so go. Step in the arena. Yeah. At Adam Lewis Walker at Awaken Your Alpha Instagram, as we're looking here is a, a, again, a great place to get behind the scenes stuff. Um, yeah, and there's a lot going on at the moment, but please do, if you're going to get the book, go across before October 3rd, uh, that's the best time ever to get it. There you go. Connect with Adam, become aware, take action, and ascend into the arena. <laughs> Lots there. of ways. <laughs> love it, love it. So, uh, for people who do want to connect with you and uh, be transformed and awaken their own alpha, uh, what's your website, social media, and more? Yep. So www.ayalpha, as in awaken your ayalpha.com forward slash book. That kind of will take you to all the information you can go from there. And then social media at awaken your alpha at Adam Lewis Walker across everything generally. Um, and it does, they do pop up quite easily is the plan. So um, it's one of them things. If you do want to reach out to me, don't try and reach out, reach out. There is no try. You know, if you actually say I'm going to do it, it's done. So uh, I look forward to connecting. Do it now, you know, like as you're listening to this podcast, message him on Facebook and say, hey, you told me to do it. I'm doing it. Yeah, a message is beautiful because especially on Facebook, you do get some uh, some oddballs on there that have like no friends or no mutual contacts. And then uh, yeah, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and I'm, I'm almost, I'm right up on that, close to that 5,000 limit on Facebook, for example. So I'm really being conscious as, um, you know, if you're legit, awesome, you're in. But um, yeah, <laughs> I know some slip through the net. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they do. Uh, so uh, yeah, once again, connect with Adam. Make sure you grab a copy of the book. I had a chance to uh, read it over. Not not every single page, but I definitely looked, looked it over. And uh, I had a chance to listen to some of the podcast and the TEDx talk as well. I love the links below, you know, watch, watch the TED Talks, listen to the podcast, buy the book. Get some coaching and be transformed. So awesome. Uh, well, I'd look forward to your review. Please, please, please. The review now, you're at a very elite group who have that advanced read. Good reads, if you heard of them, go in there. And that is huge this weekend. And then obviously on launch day, October 3rd, if you've managed to get a sneak peek, um, reviews on there are going to be huge because um, the marketing department is me. <laughs> <laughs> and and my uh, and my my buddies. So that's that's it. There is no, you know, big team behind this. This is uh, one man on a mission. There you go, one man on a mission. So uh, make sure you connect with Adam. Uh, make sure you connect with us as well. I'll have the links below so you can uh, click right through and make it easy for yourselves. Uh, so thanks, Adam. Thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. And now you guys go take action and awaken the alpha within.